Hey, I'm Melies, the Story Collector, and this is The Courage 1000 Project, the show where we share personal stories of inner courage from all around the world to inspire you to find your own. In today's episode, we're talking with Kirsty Fields. Um, now she's going to share with us the courage it took for her to start her own business and really wants to use this story to inspire you to know that you can use your skills and your passion and your knowledge to really restart your life and be all the small sweeter for it. Now, Kirsty is the creative director and owner of Social Ocean and has over 20 years experience coordinating corporate, sporting, volunteer and kids events. So everything from small intimate art gatherings to national sports games with over 10,000 fans in attendance. So Kirsty has the imagination and artistic style to create an event to meet anybody's needs. So we're going to drop you straight into the episode, and I will admit we were talking for quite a bit before we started recording, so enjoy. Awesome. Okay, so where does it start? What happened? I was hanging around the house, and it was uh, January 2016, and my boss rings me, my boss is Sydney-based, rings me the eve of you know, returning back to the work, for the work year and to tell me that there's no job to come back to and that the entire office has just been let go. Oh. So after a lovely summer holiday, that kind of put the kibosh on on my feeling and (laughs) reflection. Now, thinking back, all I know is that I was at home with my husband having a lovely (laughs) summer break and then, bam, uh, that's the phone call I got. But in my naivety, um, that, that job was a marketing management role and so I had access to basically the entire company in terms of, oh, gosh, okay, right, things aren't good, obviously. You don't fire people with, when, when the business is in a good place. And, I, how, and I've put myself forward, how can I help? What do you need me to do? So I basically worked for three days which I never got paid for in the end. And I, I, as a result, found out lots of things that that company was being fraudulent about, actually. So I won't go into that really, but um, that, that automatic reaction for me is, oh, wow, sympathy, what can I do to help you? has been something that I think I have done a lot in my time of I'm always trying to assist other people. Yeah. And I, I think it took me about a week to kind of process that I'd been sacked. I mean, it, I wasn't sacked and I wasn't made redundant because I wasn't made redundant correctly. But So I, I, I depending on who I talk to, I describe <laughs> it differently. But I say made redundant because it's, what would have happened if they had have had processes in place correctly? It's easier so, to understand uh, from another's perspective, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Conversation flows much better when you just say I've made redundant. But it, yeah, it took me about a week, but I, I, I'd walked outside to take that phone call because I was home from my husband. I walked back inside and my husband's taken a look at me and gone, what's going on? And I said, I just lost my job. And it's like his reaction was, like, what, as you can imagine, but it took me a whole week of just getting up like I was still on holidays, realising that I wasn't actually ever going to finish holidays. <laughs> we, 
and I, and I can think about it kindly now of, you know, I'm never going to finish holidays, but that's not how I was feeling at all. Yeah, yeah. There would have been a I lot was, of fear there still. I was in shock. I was really in shock. Yeah. I'd, I'd never lost my job before. I'd never been sacked. I'd never been told that I'd done a, you know, stepped out of place has happened, you know, I could count on one hand in my adult life yeah. that something was not quite right or not gone smoothly for whatever reason. So that was like, what What do I do? Yeah. What, what's happened? Yeah. And then then that no, normal thing of, oh, I guess I get a, better get in a job. <laughs> you know, like it finally got to the point where it's like, okay, well, I can't be on holidays. Yeah, I'm not on. I'm not on holidays. I just, I'm just don't. I'm just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what the word is to describe that. But I was just that. You were like kind of just numb. You were just in a numb yeah. phase. Yeah. What am I supposed to do when I get out of bed in the morning? Yeah. So um, yeah, I started looking for a job, and you know, just I think that's pretty standard. Uh, tidying up my resume, which I hadn't had to tidy up for a decade you know I'd, I'd before that gone from job I'd been poached for jobs to job to job so I hadn't even tidied up a resume prof- properly um going and even just that process was like wow how do people uh get up and feel motivated about putting a resume together and contacting strangers and scrolling through web advertisements you know yeah oh, not all those seek.com and equivalents yeah but it was probably about another week or two later <clears throat> that i'd had excuse me i've lost my voice a little bit <laughs> you're right go for it i love the cup i've been talking very much today either <laughs> yeah it was about it was yeah in in a week or two after that i had two um different people give me a buzz and uh, one of them was to ask me to do some graphic design stuff because I have, I've got a marketing background and I've done a lot of graphic design my previous role um, along with uh, event corporate events. Yeah. So one of my friends is like, hey, can you help me out with this? I say, sure, I'm not busy. <laughs> send, send me an email, what do you want? So I did that job and then I did a couple other little things for, for him. And then I had another phone call from... Uh, someone who was a volunteer as part of an association and they'd lost the person who had been doing their admin and corporate conference coordination uh, through them, through someone moving overseas. And they're like, oh, look, we, this person kind of does a couple, a few hours for us every week and we know you're looking for a job and all sorts of things up in the air, but it's a couple of hours a week and if you're not busy in the meantime <laughs> before we find a real job, would you help us out? Would you be interested? You could do this with, with your eyes closed. I was like, well, actually, um, that gives me something to just refocus on. Yeah. Um, it is just a few hours per, per week. And I really had no concept of what those things were going to be in the long term. No idea, really. But um, I, it made me feel better about myself that someone was valuing me. At, in that moment, yeah, um, and you know, considering I'd been not that I had been devalued by the people that I worked with, but like those feelings you go through and you lose a job, 
it still hurts on a personal level. It absolutely very, very hurtful. So I, I, that made me feel great. (laughs) Um, the next phone call and I said, yeah, you know, um, I will do it. Absolutely. I said, great. All we need from you is an ABN because we need you to invoice us because we're an association and, you know, we, we've got to pay on an invoice. We're not, can't give you cash in hand or, you know, any of those scenarios. And it's like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, no, I think that's okay. Without, and I just said yes. And, and you know, lots of people say that, um, <laughs> just say yes and work it out later. Yeah. Well, I wasn't familiar with that term at that time. <laughs> but you learned so, it. <laughs> yeah. But in the last, um, you know, two and a half years since, I have very much become familiar with that say yes and work it out later. Absolutely. Um, and it, and it, it's probably a motto that plays in the back of my head when someone asks me something difficult. It's like say yes because what, what, what could happen? Something bad could happen. But, you know, you can make lemonade with lemons. So, yeah. So that was a really pivotal moment in me saying yes, figuring out how to get an ABN and going about that process. Uh, And all the good jobs in marketing are in the city. And I live like an hour out of the city and I had been doing that hour long commute and I wasn't looking forward to going back to it. So um, I was in, in a phase of like, well, I've just accidentally started a business. Two people in a fortnight have asked me, could I help them with something? And I had then all these other people coming out of the woodwork going, yeah, you can do that. You can do that. You should do that. I've always thought you could do that. Um, and so I've, those those feelings of value were returning because people were saying good things to me and, you know, make me feel good, bolster my opinion of myself. Yeah. So it turned from kind of stopping that job search and reading anything and everything I could get my hands on to tell me about how to start a business, <laughs> how to run a business, how to be a business owner. Um, and so that's my moment of my world crashing around me to someone giving me a call and saying, I need your help. Yeah. And me saying yes to completely changing what my idea of my success was, which was dressing nicely, working in an office as a, as a manager. I never felt like I was or never had thoughts of owning a business, running a business and being the one in charge. That's never crossed my mind. Yeah, And I've fast forward two and a half years, I still feel a little bit uncomfortable about the fact that when people go, oh, you know, what, you know, what do you do? So I, I, I've, I cha- I've changed my language over time to describe what it is I do, what my business is, et cetera, et cetera. But it still feels a little bit strange when the words come out of my mouth that I'm a, I run my own business. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, world crashing down around me to business owner almost three years yeah. so where do you think that that moment of courage really came in for you was it accepting that you are now a business owner or was it living the reality of being that business owner uh i tell you 
probably a bit of both of those answers. I, th I think um, realising that I had a skill set that other people valued was pivotal in, you know, I mean, I said yes without the thought of figuring it out later. But yeah. that, that, that moment of realising that, yes, I've got skills that other people value, that's part of it. Um, but I think... I, I wouldn't say I was burnt out. I didn't have that corporate burnout that a lot of women experience yeah. uh, and that I have discussions with. But I think um, I my spirit had been crushed by, yeah. by losing my job and that affected me, it still affects me a little bit today, a lot more. So I think it was a, a bit of a, a moment where it's like I... I'm valued, people will pay for my skills, but yeah. also pull up your britches and get on with it and this is an avenue that you can follow um, until you can't, I suppose. I think that's probably what I was a bit moralistic about. Yeah. And then, and then I started to educate myself uh, to in an area of skills that I that I realised that I just didn't have, just yeah, because I didn't, have, I hadn't been a business owner. Why would I have that that skill set? So yeah, so really, it's a courage to step into something entirely new that you've never done before, and learn as you go. Yeah, I, I've definitely learned as I go. But that's that's <laughs> definitely yes. something I've got to say yes and figure it out later. Yeah, um, that, that's been very true of what's happened in the last couple of years and. Someone suggested to me, actually it was a person that I had worked with a couple of years prior, um, rang and invited me to a business networking event that um, he was running, on the, um, which is actually way on the other side of the city. Um, it's like, you know, two hours drive from me. Um, but, hey, once again, I wasn't very busy. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, sure, thanks, I'd love to. Yeah. And uh, realised that by going to that, networking event there was probably another group of people that wasn't two hours away from me that I could connect with yeah. and learn from and, and engage with and it actually gave me uh, a real insight into how uh, business owners can connect with each other um, outside their workplace as business owners yeah so thanks to that person um, who introduced me to business networking, I very quickly found a networking group just here locally. And uh, I actually, you know, did Chamber of Commerce and a couple of different groups, in fact, uh, and found out that I could talk to other people who experienced what I've experienced and learn from uh, what they had to say, even what industry they, in, they were in. Like they, yeah. they could offer me hints and advice and tips on what, if I might not have understood it at the time, but I could then go take it back to the office and do some more research. So I, I think, um, you know, I, I feel like I'm on a successful pathway, but there's a lot of people who have contributed to me being yeah. redirected to the right place to find out how to do things correctly. Yeah. Mm. And do you feel that you needed that courage when you were approaching these people going, I don't know this, what are you talking about? And then ask uh, yeah. help. Yeah, because there were some things. I suppose when you when you meet someone that you don't know, and then you so 
just as an example, I met um, a lady who was a lawyer mm-hmm. over over um, uh, a lady's wine drinking group <laughs> on, a, on a cheeky Friday afternoon at the pub, basically. And as introduced her, and she's lovely. We, you know, struck up a great conversation. Um, and I was aware that perhaps people didn't want to talk about what they did in away free services over a glass of wine. Um, so I, I think I was a bit hesitant depending on the, the setting where I was. But this, this particular lady, she just asked me the right questions about what I was doing in my business. And, and I said, oh, you know, I've been, I've been here, there and everywhere researching and I've found some really great resources from the government online and I've just done this. I'm really excited. I've done that. And she asked me if I'd then done another thing. And I said, oh, no, I don't, I don't need to do that. And she said, uh, actually, yes, you do. And that conversation actually saved me potentially a rather large fine because I'd misinterpreted mm-hmm. something I'd read on a government website. Oh, and okay. I went home um, and corrected my mistake. Yeah. So, so in, in some circumstances, I, I guess I was nervous about asking people. Yeah. Just because I didn't want to feel like I was using them for free. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now that's completely different. Um, after meeting people in a business setting at least once a week, actually, of do yeah. business networking, uh, you know, just generally across two years, I have um, all the courage in the world <laughs> to ask <laughs> Yep. To ask you something that um, might help me in my business because I've realised how valuable it is to have those conversations with others. Uh, but also, um, I I could have a conversation with you and find out something that you've done in your business that makes me think of a client. It's like, ah, oh, I need to have that conversation with this person because that might really help them. Mm, yeah. So... So my courage to have conversations with strangers <laughs> and to not worry about the fact that I might be extracting information that they could very well charge me $675 to hear <laughs> yep. uh, is, is front and centre now and I've, and I've helped not only just myself but many of my clients out of some, well, with some interesting situations, I suppose. I love it. I love braver, it. Much braver to talk <laughs> to strangers now than, I, than what I ever was before. Yeah. So what do you perceive courage to be then? Like it's the ultimate question. What is courage for you? I think um, um, if I, I try and kind of put it into a, a one sentence that makes sense, I think courage is taking the step forward past that feeling of insecurity and being unsure about what comes next. So quite often we get asked to do something and the automatic response is a no or nervous laughter. Mm-hmm. And I think that now if I, if either of those two things are about to come out of me, uh, I, I, I stop and reassess about why I've got this nervous pit <laughs> in my stomach yeah that makes me want to giggle like a little person little girl or go oh no 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 
So for, for me, it's courage is being able to move forward and past those intense feelings that stop you from doing something. It might, and, and I can kind of uh, align what courage is to those physical senses for me. Yeah. Or more so than um, something that, that's spiritual perhaps, but it's definitely connected to my mindset. Yeah. Um, and probably growth through being a business owner, being the person who needs to make decisions. Um, probably more so now I, I recognise I can make decisions on my own without having to ask uh, permission of someone else. So, yeah, so um, I think how obviously how it plays out for someone else and how they might recognise courage is going to look different for everyone. But I, I can recognise when I have a fear. So for me, that courage is stepping past that fear. Do you feel you are destined to make an impact in this world but are struggling to find the courage to share your story? Jump over to melies.com.au for free training, presentations and videos or simply stay tuned for the next episode of The Courage 1000 Project.